Y'all ready for this? Well, we made it, fellas. We made it through the entire NFL season. I think we did an episode, at least one, every week this season. So, props on that. Yay, us. Where's the crack That's in the right. beer? Actually, so far, sober January. Are we calling it dry January? Dry January for me. Five so days tired. in. So, yippee. Um, all right. I'm Brady, JKNKC, and Captain Caterpillar, Brandon himself, are here for the final regular season week of NFL football week 18, 2022. Um, we're going to talk DFS. We're going to talk some betting as well, some scenarios, and then we'll call uh, the Chiefs game towards the end of the episode. Now, my we just found out, we're recording this Thursday evening, we just found out that Buffalo and Cincinnati canceled, which makes this weekend for Buffalo, Cincinnati, and Kansas City uh, even maybe more important than it would have been had that game actually played out. Joe, can you let us know what we know right now? Um, can you tell us, or should I read that Adam Levitan tweet again? I mean, basically what we know right now is if all three teams win, uh, Kansas City and Buffalo will play neutral site in the whenever they meet, which would be the AFC Championship game. Um, or at least that's what Levitan is thinking. Um, if... Uh, if all three teams win, Cincinnati will be the away team regardless because they'll have a worse record than both the Kansas City Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. Right. So how do they determine who gets home field? Well, though? it'll like, be it'll like be a third. neutral site. No, 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 no. What I mean is, is this first week who gets the who gets the week off? I believe it's just the one seed. So if the Chiefs win, they should get the get it regardless. So, again, the way we understand it right now is these teams are going to have to play and uh, play to win. Now, what about the schedule, I guess, would be my other question. Um, Is somebody scoreboard watching? Like, if the Chiefs play first. The Chiefs do play first. The Chiefs play Saturday afternoon. They're the first game of the weekend. Um so they, they definitely play first. Uh, I don't know that either the two other – I mean, both the other, two other teams are trying to win regardless because right. they obviously want the higher seeding if somebody else showed. Yeah, Saturday is pretty much like a playoff version for the most part. So the slate's a little easier to determine, but, I mean, that's how I viewed it when I was putting them together. All right, well, let's um, – here's the other thing I wanted to talk about quickly. Um, how much – do you, Brandon, we'll start with you, consider um, player incentives this weekend if you're putting together uh, prize picks or DFS lineups? Um, my thought is, one, these are widely known. Like, they're all over the place. I saw um, Barstool Sports was tweeting out all the player incentives. They have a sports book. They want you to bet these. Right. Also, I don't think that a the teams want to pay these out, and b I think they're just playing to win more than anything. Brandon, sorry, I asked you that question and then answered it myself. Uh, what are you doing with player incentives going into the weekend? 
Well, I'm glad you answered, but uh, I don't know if I feel the same way as you do. I think price picks wise, it's great to uh, go for those type of players. DFS, I'm not so sure on. Uh, not so sure. I mean, you could have somebody just for example, Justin Jefferson needs 120 more yards to whatever break somebody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, that may not be the best example. That'd still be a pretty decent day, but or say Let's like, go like uh, Trevor, yeah. Trevor Lawrence needs 200 yards passing. Well, if he gets 201, then he breaks the record, and you still don't win your DFS. But when it comes to depending on the prize pick, just take a look at those. I think it's like good. look, Khalif um, Raymond needs seven catches to earn an extra 125k, 50 yards to hit another 125k. Um, this from Sal Vetri, is that how you say his name? He ran just 10 routes per game in his last five. Does he hit seven? Do you think the team wants him to get there? Do you think, you know? Well, I mean, we could do a whole episode on this, but as far as getting seven catches, I'm going to say hell no. Is there a plan for a, a playoff spot? Of course, then again, if Seattle wins, then – I don't even know if they're really playing for much. They, are they? they have a long shot at the playoffs. They need a lot of, or at least quite a bit of other things to happen. But I think Detroit's going to go all out to try and keep Green Bay out. So hmm. I think, yeah. I, I don't know. Dan Campbell doesn't seem like the kind of guy that's going to roll over at the end of the season. Um, but that's just me. No, probably not. But I don't see Khalif Raymond yeah, I don't, I, going for seven, seven and like, 70 yards that with guys that are not normally um, guys that contribute a whole lot. I'm, I'm pretty much out on those. If, if they have anything to play for and, uh, and they're not normally guys that get a bunch of targets or a bunch of stuff, I'm, I'm out. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think they're going to start forcing it to random guy uh, when they're either trying to make a playoff spot or ruin the package. From a prize pick, though, you said 54 yards. I mean, I could see him hitting a bomb or a few catches for 54 yards, but that's about it. I don't see seven catches from a guy that gets volume like Amon Ronsay Brown. There's no way. So Christian Kirk needs 91 yards to get 500 Oh, no, no doubt. He's already locked into mine, man. I've already got him locked in. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah, man. Who's quarterback this weekend? Do what? Oh, Christian Kirk. He's not in Arizona anymore, is he? I should uh, host guy. a podcast on this. Week 18. A whole season. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. Um, all right. Uh, let's talk DFS. Um, Brandon, you've already been putting lineups together. Uh, why don't you talk about – let's talk about uh, Saturday – is there two games that we're looking at? Chiefs and Raiders, Titans and Jags. What'd you come up with for Saturday? Uh, well, since it's only a two-game slate, I feel like you pretty much got to go one way or the other. Uh, as far as heavy stacking, I would say. I don't know. I In mine, I want my gut or my heart wants me to go with Mahomes, but the way I was putting lineups together, it just doesn't it doesn't look good. So I went with a Trevor Lawrence against the worst pass funnel. 
mm-hmm. in the uh, entire NFL and just loaded up with all of his receivers. Of course, in my lineup, I don't have Evan Ingram, but I went with all three pass catchers and then went with a Kelsey and Waller skinny stack. The double tight end. It's week 18. Oh, yeah. Anything goes. Maybe it'll finally work. Joe, um, what stack on Saturday would you be looking at the Chiefs and Raiders with a 52 over under? Uh, the Titans and Jags have a 39, so a significant difference uh, as far as Vegas sees it. What are you looking at stack-wise on Saturday? Yeah, I mean, as, as expensive as this is going to get, I think I'm going to try and stack the Chiefs and Raiders game. Um, I'm not necessarily afraid of going Stidham. Uh, he, he played well enough for $5,400, uh, and that'll allow me to get up to uh, guys like Travis Kelsey and then still bring it back with the Devontae Adams, who I believe Devontae Adams is playing for something um, either Raiders record-wise or something like that this week. Um, that's not completely out of the realm of possibility. So if he's going for something, I know uh, Josh Jacobs is also going for something. He needs like 130 yards, 120 yards, something like that to get the Raiders record. Um, So they got a couple big name guys on their team going for records. I think that coaching staff is going to want to keep those guys happy if they can. Um, And then I can bring it back with a Kelsey get cheap with the Chiefs wide receiver and call it good. Um, what about the Titans? What do you think they do with Henry this Saturday um, against the Jags? I think he's a full go. I think he just sat out last week because it meant nothing. Like they couldn't improve or or make their uh, playoffs chances any better or worse last week. So they just right. sat. Right. Yeah, that's a, that's a full playoff game. Yeah, um, I mean, he's, he's going to get the rock like 30 times. Okay. Um, and then, so if we're looking at how many points um, or the Jaguars against um, running backs, let's see, on average, they give up 20 fantasy points a week to running backs. Um, but you got to think they're throwing the ball all over the place. I actually like the over on that game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you this. Let's talk running backs in Kansas City. Where are you going there? I'm going I'm, back to I mean, McKinnon. I'm going Pacheco this week. I don't know about Joe, but I'm going McKinnon because I think that they're going to try and set the record for him too. He's got he's tied the record for most uh, passing or receiving touchdowns for a running back uh, in five weeks in a row. I think they try and get him six this week. Okay, so. I'm. I don't have it pulled up here, but to me, it sounds like you could go Henry, McKinnon, Kelsey, and then really you're almost stacking, and you know, either the Raiders or the Jags, whichever one you like better. Joe, because the total's a little bit higher and the Chiefs' defense is a little weaker. Um, Brandon, the Jags, because Tennessee is a complete pass funnel. And they've been slinging it all over the place. Does that sound yeah, like the? It, it uh, yeah, it does. I just don't know if the Chiefs' defense is weaker than the other ones that we're about to see. I think all defenses this week are kind of suspect. Right. Yeah. I, um, I don't. I don't love or hate anybody on Saturday's defenses. Um, yep. Yep. 
and I mean, and the Chiefs going up against Stidham. I mean, yes, he's he's a decent play for fifty four hundred, but he could also just absolutely crap the bed and be awful. Uh, yeah. So how do we get different on this two game slate? I mean, super stack or what? Yeah, I think you just got to overstack it, whatever yeah, you game, or game you like. Yeah. Yeah. And ride with it. All right, let's move on to Sunday, the final uh, main slate DFS of the year. Um, a lot of games and a lot of low totals, actually, um, this week. The Browns versus the Steelers at 39. Uh, Jets and Dolphins about the same. The Colts and the Texans ugly at 37. Falcons and the Bucks, where the Falcons are the favorite there as well. Bills, big favorites over the Patriots. Um, Vikings and Bears might be an interesting one. Um, anybody have a stack they love? Again, Brandon, I know you were looking at it already. Uh, lay out a stack for Sunday. Well, first of all, I'm going to go out, like I said, uh, back in week one. I hate this week. I hate this Sunday. Um, I'm probably not going to play a whole lot this Sunday. I do not like it. There's just way too many variables. I'm probably only going to play like five bucks <laughs> total. Um, Saturday will be a little different, just because it's more of a playoff atmosphere. But if I'm gonna if I'm gonna take a risk, I'm gonna go with. Uh, I think I'm gonna go with the Deshaun Watson stack. What? Um, well, I mean, he hasn't played much of the year. They're not, I mean, this is kind of a just one of those spots. I don't think anybody's going to play them. Pittsburgh's yeah. not the greatest on defense. So, right. I mean, they're not terrible either, but they got Watt back. I don't know. I just want, seems like one of those things where nobody's like, oh, I didn't think about him. That, that, that's what I mean with this, man. I'm, I'm not the guy to talk to about this week. This is a BDJ special week. Joe, uh, stacks, are you avoiding or targeting teams that supposedly have a lot to play for, i.e., the Bills? the Packers, um, is that you're just going to lean on those type of teams? I mean, I, I definitely think you can lean on them uh, maybe a little more than you normally would, but it's not it's not a bad week to like go one-off with these teams that have nothing to play for. Like They're obviously still going to go out there. They're going to play 60 minutes of football just like everybody else. So um, if you can get a cheap one-off from a team – that is sitting starters or something like that. that. That's not a bad way to get different and a bad, not a bad way to uh, save some money, obviously. Mm-hmm. Do you have a stack or game specifically that you're looking at? I mean, I'm, I'm liking the uh, Philly and giants game. Um, I believe Philly is still fighting for first place in the NFC. Uh, I believe the Giants are still fighting for a playoff spot. So I think both those teams are going to come out and I think be trying to beat Giants, each other up. Yeah, the Giants already clinched. Oh, did um, they? Okay. Yeah, so they're – I don't know. Oh, yeah, they're not doing anything. They're, they're but, but Philly does have to get win to uh, get first seed. If they don't, they're going to end up being a wild card with the Giants. All right, I take back my Giants call. No <laughs> well, that's all right, take. but the no Philly Giants. stack's still good. Yeah, yeah, the Philly side of it still should be good. Um, I believe it's still Gardner, correct? I don't think they're bringing Hurts back this week. Uh, At least I haven't seen him coming 50 back. 50 is what I heard, but I don't know. I don't even know if he's practiced. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not shying away from Philly this week with them needing to win. I think they're going all out. Um, 
And honestly, I'm probably going to go run to Seattle again and maybe overstack them a little bit, bring it back with a little uh, Cam Akers who's been playing out of his mind recently. Yeah, he really that, has. That's funny you said that because my first original one I did to myself was a Baker stack. <laughs> I mean, like you know. with bringing it back with a couple of Seattle players. Uh, let's talk quarterbacks. Um, Brandon already laid Deshaun Watson out there. I got to mention Emaw. Hashtag Wildcats, Skylar Thompson in Miami going up against the Jets. He played really well in the preseason, and I know that doesn't account for much, but he's less than 5,000. He has has weapons. Uh, What's the uh, total on that game? So the total is 38, so not amazing, but I got to throw him out there. are the uh, Dolphins in or out? Do they have something to play for? I think if they win and they get somebody else to lose, they're in. Okay. Yeah, I think I think they're looking for. Help. I think if the Patriots lose and they win, they're in. Or the, yeah, something like that. Okay. All right. <laughs> so, I mean. If that's the case, then you know they're going to have Waddle and and Tyreek Hill, like Joe said, a full go. So, I don't know, man. Uh, I got to throw Skylar Thompson out there. If Hurts plays, I like him a lot. He got me to my season long. Um, And I don't mind a naked um, what's-his-nuts in uh, Chicago. Justin Fields. He's not playing, I think. Yeah, he's, he's not playing. He's for sure out. He's not going to play for the. He's not going to run for the record. No, he's he's, uh, he's not playing, injury. and I think he's not playing naked either. He's gonna he's gonna stand on the sideline with clothes. <laughs> well, that's that's crap. Um, okay, well then, I, who's, but, who's, but I mean, uh, this is my point. Like, we're all sitting here, like, yeah, I think. When it, oh wait, no, we all just debunked all of our stuff. Uh, I think this is a week you just take a shot on just some random ass stack that, like nobody, Nathan Peterman. Well, no, I don't oh. mean like somebody that's like garbage. That's why I was saying like, I don't like I don't like Deshaun Watson, but he's playing a little better now. Yeah, and he hasn't played much this year, so I can see them trying to make a point going into next year getting some momentum. It's just going to be one of those days that it's not, it's going to be totally just off script. That's why I hate it. Cause you can't, there's like, this is pure luck. If you win this, like if you catch a big bag this week, it's like pure luck. I think Well, if I ever caught one, it'd be uh, pure luck. I do like, <laughs> I do like Detroit um, against the Packers. That game should score a lot, so I don't mind targeting that. Jamal Williams, one touchdown away from matching Barry Sanders' team record. Right. Yeah, they're they're on the main slate. So let me throw Nathan Peterman then out there. Gross. You like him or <laughs> Skylar Thompson better? They're both gross. Okay, that's fair. Um, <laughs> if, I, if I absolutely had to pick one, I think I would probably play – Skyler Thompson because I like his weapons better and he's got a little bit of runner in him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those are both disgusting plays that I will probably not be touching. <laughs> if uh, I would rather I would rather pay two hundred extra dollars and go get Kenny Pickett, who if he has a monstrous game, uh, could win rookie of the year. I mean he's on the outside looking yeah. in on the rookie of the year. Exactly. Call, but 
That's a good point that Joe brings up because that's where I kind of was going with some of my guys in my in my lineups. Like I like George Pickens and I like uh, Olave and I like some of these other rookies that have something to shoot for. Because if you look at the odds, it's pretty tightly contested right now. And all it's going to take is one like day where, say, Olave goes for like three touchdowns or Pickens finally goes off or something crazy and then they just get the rookie of the year. And the so, Steelers are still fighting for a playoff spot, so they're true, they're playing true. for something regardless. True. Yeah, I didn't even think about uh, Pitt trying to get a play because they need to win, and then they need uh, I think the Dolphins to lose, and then the then the Patriots to lose. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they definitely need some help, but they're they're not out of it yet, so they're they're looking for a win for sure. Let's talk uh, running backs. Christian McCaffrey just head and shoulders above the rest again this week. Price-wise and projection-wise, he's $2,000 more than Dalvin Cook. He's projected for eight, seven points more than Dalvin Cook. Those numbers according to stochastic.com. So his, um, his role has steadily been improving. Somebody else um, still too expensive for my blood, but in the same game, James Conner, his role's been pretty wild lately, so that might be interesting. And then I'd also um, take a look at maybe one of these guys that are playing with these quarterbacks that we've been talking so bad about, Um, Jeff Wilson Jr., right, Uh, in Miami, if we expect – if we expect Skylar Thompson to hand the ball off a ton, maybe one of those guys in the two-headed backfield might be a way to go. Uh, Joe, running backs this week, who are you eyeballing? Um, I'm going to throw out a name that's actually projecting horribly. Uh, but if we if we hear that they are a full go when they're trying to win this week, which I don't think they have anything to play for really uh, – well, they do I, – I take that back. They are trying to play for the five seed so they don't get matched up with uh, the Bills or the Bengals or the Chiefs um, in the first round. Uh, so they're playing for the five seed, but the uh, the lovely Austin Eckler, who's been catching balls all season, mm-hmm. uh, is like 13 or 14 catches away, which is ridiculous. But he's done it before this season. And uh, if I can sign up for 14 points right off the bat uh, – Chalk me up for that one. Well, I mean, that's the thing, dude. Even if he doesn't get quite to 14, if he gets over halfway there, an instant eight points on catches alone. Right. Right? So um, I don't hate that play going up against Denver. Um, Brandon, you got any running backs? Yeah. uh, I'm just taking a shot at the dark uh, on a couple of these. I don't think the Vikings have much to play for this week. I think they're pretty much locked in. Maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure they're either the three or the four seed. I think they're the three regardless. Um, And I don't think they can get the one or the two, right? Something like that. Okay, well, anyways, I don't think Dalvin Cook's going to play a whole bunch. He may play a few series, but I'm going to throw some Madison in there. Yeah. I think they're going to give him some some reps, and Chicago's horrible. So don't be surprised if he gets some looks. But then again, they may throw – see, this is, the, this is the shitty part. You don't know which running backs or who's going to play, especially if they're not playing for nothing. But uh, for a cheapie, he's only 5,100. 
he could get a good workload just to get him ready for the playoffs since he doesn't play a ton anyways because of Cook. Uh, the other one is Tampa Bay's backup running back, uh, White. I don't think they're playing for much either. I don't think they can move up or down. So I think they're going to rest Fournette. And I think White, since he's the rookie, he's going to uh, get a nice little chunk load of uh, rushes and catches. But we'll see. Like I said, it's just a pure guess on who these coaches are going to play. Uh, I went with two playoff teams like that instead of two teams that aren't even going to the playoffs because they're probably not going to play a bunch of guys like third or fourth string way down the depth chart because there's really no reason to. Um, They're probably just going to get their backup some good minutes so that if something happens in the playoffs, that's my theory. We'll see if it works. Yeah, it's uh, like you said, a lot of guesswork. A little bit of luck. What about Zach Moss in Indy? Um, He's had a pretty good role over the last three weeks. He's had almost 50 rush attempts. Um, Doesn't have a nice receiving role, but, you know, uh, he's getting a ton of action. So I don't hate going there. And he's also um, very cheap. If you're looking for somebody on the um, somebody on the cheap end, he's 5,200 and should have a very good role when Indy plays Houston and Houston's uh, not great. Joe uh, hit us with one, so let's go ahead and take it right back to you. Let's talk wide receivers. Joe, we already kind of mentioned maybe uh, the Philly wide receivers. Miami has to win, so maybe the Miami wide receivers – you got a Joe special for us? You know, sometimes on this podcast we have uh, some broken records, mm. um, like like my man Brady with Quest Watkins, yes. and uh, I'm going to be a broken record this week to two and say two two at two, well, two baby. At well. Let's go. How did he do last? Yeah, I mean week two two. You? I I don't know. I don't I don't know. I, he's still thirty four hundred dollars, so I probably don't want to talk about that. But mm-hmm. Tutu Atwell, maybe. Okay, okay. I don't mind uh um, Tutu Atwell. Yeah, other than that, uh I'm liking Chris Olave. He's he's too cheap. He's sixty two hundred. Um I saw a stat on him the other day that he's got like he's like fifth in uh yards per route run as a rookie ever. Mm. Um, and the, the other people on that list are like OBJ, uh, Jamar Chase, J- uh, Justin Jefferson, and somebody else recently. But uh, So Chris Olave is looking pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I, I threw Seattle out there earlier. I don't hate going with uh, those guys, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, because I don't know that they're going to get stopped. Yeah. And I don't know that they're going to get stops. So I think that game could be a nice shootout. That yeah. And they have to win, too. What? Uh, so. Tutu Atwell. Five targets, two receptions, 10 yards last week. Balling. <laughs> uh, Brandon, wide receivers. Anybody uh, that you're looking at putting, uh, yeah. putting a leg out there for them? Well, you know, I'm, you know, I might throw a little later too. Uh, I'm gonna, yeah, I might do a little some some. Uh, since I'm, I'm gonna go with Amari Cooper. He's been playing well uh, with Watson, but uh, one of the other receivers I think finally could score some touchdowns or a touchdown would be Pickens. He's still pretty cheap. I just don't know if Pickett's gonna get there. But this is a rookie weekend, so that's what I'm kind of, kind of my theme. Half my team's rookies, but uh, 
And then I think if you're going to – I'm not playing no Skylar Thompson stack, but I just don't think that there's any quarterback. It doesn't matter. They're going to get Tyreek Hill the ball. Right. And I think that he's just – even on a bad day, he's going to get you like seven, eight, nine receptions and, you know, 70 to 100 yards. So in this type of week, getting 17 points off of a, a high-end guy is probably pretty good because you never know – if an Eckler or a McCaffrey is even going to play the full game, you just never know. Um, speaking of rookies, what about Rashid Shahid? Not only is balling, man. Listen, not only is he on the Dumpster Fire Sports um, All Pro name selection, he's just got a great name. Um, but he has been balling over the last three weeks. He's got 15 targets and 13 catches, six for six, 79 uh, last week in New Orleans. So you got to like that. Um, he's another rookie so far uh, this season. What's he got total? Um, 454. So he's not breaking any records. But the dude's, I think, quietly putting up a decent season. So um, I think you keep an eye out for him at 4,200. Tutu Atwell and Brandon Powell, both for the Rams, both pretty cheap and both project pretty well. Those two guys are top two right now. Stochastics, wide receiver, value plays Brandon Powell projected for nine Tutu Atwell projected for 9.7 and they both come under uh, 3,500 I don't know man a Rams stack with Cam Akers and those two guys um, maybe not bad it's definitely cheap right if you're if you're looking to to save some cash so you can pay up for you know somebody like a Christian McCaffrey there would be some decent options there. Um, I wanted to see real quick, like some other cheapy wide receivers. Um, obviously, those two guys are pretty good value. Um, Tyquan Thornton, Quez Watkins, thirty three hundred for five point six. I had to. This guy. Corey Davis, thirty five hundred projects for nine, which isn't bad. Um. Not bad. So those are some – here's Chris Moore and Curtis Samuel, four grand apiece. Van Jefferson. Dude, you could really stack the Rams. Van Jefferson projects for eight and a half for 3900 So I don't know, man. I'd be looking at that Rams stack. Um, all right, let's go to the best position in – Fantasy football. I know you were thinking something else, Joe. Uh, fantasy football. <laughs> we're talking the best position in fantasy football. Let's talk tight end. Do you guys want me to go ahead and list them all off or Brandon setting your lineups? Um, besides the GOAT, Travis Kelsey, who else are you looking at this week? In the main slate on Sunday. It, oh, man. I, <laughs> There's I a lot like of good that. options. Yeah, well, you know. Um, Najoku's one, and then uh, Higby's another. Those are a couple that I looked at, but this week it's not 
I'm not really keen on any. I'm not keen on anybody Dude, in particular. You were saying you were going to play double tight end. What are you talking about? Yeah, I did on Saturday slate. We're talking main slate. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to know what in the Scooby Doo keen? You're not keen on something. <laughs> um, you're not keen. Oh, what's the Sorry. deal, Scoob? You're not keen on double tight ends this week. <laughs> um, Cole Komet. So last week. I said I ran him with Justin Fields. Um, Cole Komet gets targets. He gets catches. He just doesn't get a ton of yards. He last uh, five weeks six, seven, five, six, and three. Um, but his catch rate has been. 50 percent 80 80 80 and 66 he finally got into the end zone for me last week somehow the guy goes six targets five catches and ends up with five points it's not something like that so yeah it's not great but he is super cheap if you're looking for a cheapie um but Again, I, I promise to play good players on good teams, so I don't know that uh, Cole this isn't the week makes for the that. cut. Um, Hayden Hurst, thirty-one hundred, in um, you know a game where Cincinnati should be slinging the ball all over the place. Other side of that coin, Dawson Knox, same thing. Buffalo should be throwing it all over the place. Mark Andrews on the Sunday main slate, the highest projected tight end projecting for uh, 13 points and actually is uh, top five in value as well. Um, Joe, tight ends, anybody? Who do you I'm, think? I'm really starting to talk myself into this uh, picket stack on Pittsburgh. Look, maybe a little Pat Firemuth out there. Um, he's currently projected as the highest value guy. He's only 3,800, so I don't, I don't mind that. Um, Man, other than that, it's it's just kind of ugly. I don't I don't love anything. I I will say I'm gonna throw out a name, uh, Albert Okui Boonham. Yeah, dude. Uh, their GM or whatever brought up, hey, I don't know why this guy hasn't been out on the field more. Which uh, I think that's kind of something that you should be saying in house. But um, I mean, clearly he's he's curious why he's not out there. So possibly somebody that gets a little more run coming up here pretty quick listen man he's one of those guys i wrote an article about was like hey man pick this guy up um russ likes to throw to tight ends you know he came out of seattle i think um or he was left behind in denver i can't remember which one it was yeah he was he was fans back yeah up last yeah year. and so they traded fan and i was like oh albert O. and we know russ likes to throw to uh, tight end. So I had him in like all my best ball leagues and all that. Um, week one, he gets six targets, five catches for 33 yards, and then is basically dead until last week. I mean, he went two games on the field, didn't get a target. He had one target week five, and then is done till week 14. And then last week, six targets. Three receptions, forty-five yards, and a touchdown. So I don't know where he's been either, but he is under three grand. So I like Alberto as well. What about Isaiah Likely, Joe? You had mentioned him a couple weeks ago. 
Yeah, now that Mark Andrews is back, um, you think? I don't think it's likely that he uh, scores okay. too much. All right, fair, fair. All right, let's uh, let's talk Chiefs Raiders. Uh, Chiefs right now, like nine point favorite going into this game. Uh, Raiders are a mess, like they have been. Um, but sometimes these division games, you know, the Raiders would love to come in here with Stidham and spoil the Chiefs heading into the playoffs. Uh, what are you doing, uh, Brandon, with this game? Make your pick. Uh, Chiefs win on the over, but don't cover. Joe, what are you doing? I, I think I'm on the exact same page. Chiefs win on the over, but don't cover? Yep. I'm going to say Chiefs cover, take the under. I think this ends up a little weird. Um, I don't think Stidham's So what ready. do you think the final score of this game is? I, I don't think it's going to be a lot. I mean, I think it's going to be 30 to, four, to 14. I don't think – I think the Raiders are going to be trying too hard – I think um, I think the Chiefs are going to play smart and slow. Hmm. Okay, that's a gold star lock of the week, boys. All lock right, it up. Throw, your, throw your, your money on it. I will. I'm going to empty see my bank. I want to see it in the okay. group. Yep, group chat. I want to see <laughs> okay, that. I will. Let's go to Marge. Marge, get Marge on on the line. <laughs> no, no, she doesn't. She's got actual important things to worry about, not my silly gambling stuff. Um, yeah, not, not his silly gambling addiction. <laughs> addiction. Uh, all right. Uh, listen, thank you guys. Good run this season. We might as well just keep going to the Super Bowl. Am I right? Yeah, Finish strong. Sports gambling right. Finish strong. Let's go. Let's catch somebody. Catch a bag. And then we're going to have to wrap up the season and go, who got the biggest bag? And that's when it really stings. That's when the pain really happens, when we force ourselves to look in the mirror, look at our bankroll, and look at our results. So stick around for that episode, because there could be tears. Um, Thank you all for listening. We appreciate it, whether you've caught uh, one episode or all of them. Thank you, gentlemen, for riding uh, 18 weeks in a row and putting this together. We'll see you guys in the playoffs. That's right. It has been fun. Thanks for listening. Find us on Twitter, Dumpster Sports, for JK and KC, for Captain Caterpillar, Big Brand, and I'm Brady. Good luck this week. Go catch you. Lodo, bros.